Hello, hello, and welcome everybody to the yellow card. We apologize in advance for the brief or rather little extended hiatus, but it's never too late. And we've had an amazing, amazing end to the season. And we're very, very excited to discuss this. Hi, Dipain. How are you? What are your thoughts on the absolute dramatic end of the season? And yes, I'm talking about nothing else but the race for the top four. Hey, Chirag, what's up? And yes, uh, as you said, apologies to everyone for missing a few weeks. But what a finish we've had to this season, uh, Chirag. It's been a very special season for uh, us as well, going through the whole season, our first season, doing this podcast. And the Premier League just lived up to all the hype that has been built around it of being one of the best leagues in the world. And the race for the top four went down to, I think, the last few minutes, actually. Because uh, until the last few minutes, uh, there was Leicester in the top four. But then towards the end, I think they lost two or three quick goals. And we have Liverpool and Chelsea making their way through into the top four. I'm sure you're quite ecstatic at uh, Liverpool's third place. Oh, absolutely. It was an absolutely amazing performance. Scintillating. I have no words. Never been more excited. Well, obviously, I'm probably more excited when you won the league last year. (laughs) But in terms of a comeback, I think in March, we were lying eighth in the table. We end to end up third is literally a dream come true from that position. I think Klopp actually said it's one of his uh, toughest years in terms of being a being a manager. And it's 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 one of his greatest triumphs that he's actually been able to actually get into the top four after being eighth in the table considering where they were. And one has to kind of agree, last 10 games, I think undefeated, 26 points in the last 30. So something which is really, really amazing to see Liverpool on that comeback it was, a, like I said, dream come true for me. And as far as I'm concerned, what, what actually made me believe that we're going to make it to the top four was nothing else but Alice in Wonderland. And yes, that is a borrowed term. I use that. It's someone, I, I think it was Seema Jaiswal that said that while, while she was you know, hosting on one of, the, one of the TV shows. But very, very right. Completely, that goal was out of this world. Uh, I, there is no other way that I would describe it but Alice in Wonderland. And it was too good to be true. And obviously, then we closed out, uh, closed it out with the, with the remaining two games. We also managed to beat United along the way, which is, just makes it a lot more sweeter. I'm sure. Chelsea, uh, also after they had to fire Frank Lampard, have made a comeback and now finish fourth and ensure that they are there for the Champions League next season. They still have the final of the Champions League to play for. But in between qualifying for the final of the Champions League and playing the final, they've lost a few matches, but they still somehow managed to finish fourth. Well, I think they were very, very lucky to finish fourth as, as the results turned out on the last day especially. But having said that, Chelsea under Tuchel have performed magnificently. Probably when he was brought in, he was... I would think that Abramovich would have brought him in with the target of a top four finish and he's achieved that. He's also reached the FA Cup final and the Champions League final. So I think that's an amazing return for the fact that he's brought in mid-season after Lampard sacking. And obviously, there was a lot of you know discussion around Lampard sacking. And I, for one, felt that maybe he could have been given a little bit of more time at Chelsea. But again, proved to be a correct decision. Uh, amazing performance and still the Champions League up for grabs and even if they come runners-up, which I'd be surprised if they win, I think it's a very, very successful season for both Chelsea and Tuchel because the expectancy that he should win trophies, I think, will be there from next season onwards. Yeah, absolutely. I think he, they've, he's done 
tremendously well he's turned this around uh, turned this team around quite quite well actually they're performing much more consistently i think it's a well deserved fourth place for them absolutely and in in terms of now the fourth place let's just talk about both the manchester clubs because if you're rounding off the top 4 and we've spoken about liverpool and chelsea i think kudos to manchester united they finished second which is i think as high as they've ever finished post alex ferguson leaving i think they 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 finished once with the uh, Mourinho in second place otherwise i don't think they finished second in the last 10 years or so once mourinho once uh, alex ferguson has left the club so they've done really well i think they've gone undefeated away from home which i think again only the fourth premier league side to do that which is again an amazing performance i wouldn't have backed them up to do that i thought they were going to be very average edison cavani oh my god what a revelation i remember saying that they've actually bought him out of desperation and uh, I I love the fact that I was I'm eating my words because I really like Cavani and I'm really gr- glad that he's extended his contract for another season but uh, yeah I I also used to get frustrated that that uh, Shoshka never used to use him enough but we've seen him being more than just a substitute and and wonderful impact he's made for United so overall a very very good season for united and shoshka yeah absolutely and despite all the criticism early in the season i think they've gone from strength to strength and you know really managed to put in some performances yes their home form was worrying but they managed to overcome that by staying unbeaten away from home all season this season so that is definitely a thumbs up for them let's see if they can you know actually challenge for the title because at this title from my point of view city had secured the t- title quite early on obviously there was a mathematical chance uh, until the last three games or four games but in all pra- for all practical purposes i think city had their grasp on the premier league title much much earlier absolutely and if you remember we had called it pretty early in the season that it would be city's title i don't remember which which episode that was of our podcast but we did mention it rather early on in the season from from that standpoint and talking about city now what are your thoughts on the champions because one can only describe them as you know i have no other words other than amazing i'm in awe of this team they really really do well i think pep guardiola is someone that you can only learn from and say wonderful things from the only you know negative that i can take out of guardiola is the fact that he probably oh is so ruthless because he didn't even give aguero a start on the last day <laughs> having said that aguero comes on off the bench for 60 65 minutes and uh, scores two goals gets past the record from Wayne Rooney who had scored 183 goals for one club and actually ended up on 184 and it was really really good and i think i saw something by manchester city on instagram with aguero saying bye with the tagline don't don't cry that it's over smile that it happened and i couldn't have put it any better way aguero 10 wonderful years at the club god only knows how many trophies and obviously 93 minutes 20 seconds the aguero goal <laughs> and it's it's been an amazing amazing time for aguero and despite me being a liverpool fan i am at the end of the day a football fan and i'm going to miss him a lot in the premier league because it's it's pretty clear that he's going to your barcelona but uh, <laughs> i i think it's been an amazing journey for him and 
uh, I'm going to miss him a lot and 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 miss everything that he brings to uh, Manchester City and the Premier League. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not that easy to find one player who has been so instrumental in the change in fortunes of a particular club. All five titles that City have won, three in the last four years, Aguero has been a key and instrumental part of it, and you can see the sheer impact he has had on the club the sheer love people have for him and it was absolutely amazing to see that coming on as a substitute scoring two goals and he had i think a couple more chances because that whole game from city was like a celebration of the season that they've had so far they were playing free flowing football scoring goals for fun and just dominating the game like they've dominated this season honestly they deserve it and so does pep guardiola i think it's been an amazing season for them uh, people wrote them off at the start of the season or the first third of the season rather and then they started performing coming back into the mix so uh, he actually said i think it's it's his sweetest victory or something to that effect in terms of it's the hardest season that he's had over here and he's also said look i've coached in and managed in in germany and spain and this is by far the toughest league which i i think it is because you you have people in the in the 19th and 20th place and that are going down to the championship who have actually beaten people or beaten teams in the top 4 so i definitely agree that it's probably the toughest league and oh, i really really hope that they can actually win that treble uh, come this saturday night i think it is and uh, it'll be an amazing celebration for the city team and uh, amazing records to be broken I, i i actually can't wait for that match to paint moving on i think we've spoken about the champions a lot how about a word for and 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 you know if you're faint hearted you probably should not be a Leicester City supporter because it's happened two seasons in a row last day they've they've gone out of the uh, Champions League spots oh, and like you said they were in for most of the last day as well uh, they went down i think eventually 4-2 to Tottenham and they actually turned it around when they were leading to one and that's when they were part of the top four and then uh, disaster struck so what are your thoughts on that this is something we said that we were really worried about leicester and that their last three games would come in the way of them finishing in the top four it happened last year it's happened again and it's just heartbreaking because they've spent almost the entire season in the top four this they're the only team who've not been outside of the top four before this and up until the 75th or 77th minute they were 2-1 up winning against Tottenham and that would have ensured top four for them in any case and after that i don't know what happened in that game they lost a few goals and they slipped out of the top four in the last few minutes of the season so it's absolutely heartbreaking it's a genuinely honest club because they've been building from the ground up building training facilities it's not just splashing the cash and buying facilities or buying players they've been growing players within their facilities there's the whole sense of a team that has been building over the years and it's just so it's it's really sad to see them you know drop off the top four like this towards the end absolutely i mean my heart goes out to brendan rogers and his entire leicester side because and and i think if you look at wardy he's played in all the divisions and uh, the only solace that he can take i think is that the fact that they won the fa cup and that was a good achievement and when you look back on on their performance they've got a premier league title they've got an fa cup it's happened in the in, in the recent past in the last 5 or 6 years so i think they're definitely going Uh, on an upwards trajectory and i don't remember the stat but it was either they spent 11 days in the past season or 11 days in the past two seasons out of the top four which is just ridiculous to believe and uh, they still missed out <laughs> both times so it's it, it's definitely a heart heartbreaker uh, uh, i mean my heart goes out to them and i'm obviously not necessarily a, a leicester city fan and uh, you know you can like you said you can see the warmth 
that the club has for everybody, the fans have, and the owner. Because uh, you know, uh, with everything that's that, that's happened, uh, he lost his father, and and you could see the the immense joy and the you know camaraderie that he shares with everybody on the Leicester side when he himself came down to the pitch side and uh, you know uh, took that trophy and 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 basically it's not about the trophy the, the, when i talk about the camaraderie i mean he was literally meeting and greeting every leicester player hugging them you could see what it means to him and what it means to each member of that leicester side so definitely heartbreaking but good luck to them for next season and imagine this was the only game with the home fans there for Leicester. The only game for the fans this season at home. And uh, I mean, I I really have no words. I feel really horrible with what has happened with them. But anyways, uh, what happens, what's happened has happened. So well, luckily, uh, luckily the fans could, could see them at Wembley lift their FA Cup. So at least that, that was a little bright spark. But you're right. Only, only time that the fans saw them. So let's move on to the surprise of the season then. West Ham finishing in the top six at one point, also part of that top four race and just dropping off a little towards the final stages. But uh, what an impressive season from West Ham. Absolutely. First time in, again, I think it was 22 or 26 years that they're part of that top six. And kudos to them. Kudos to David Moyes. He's done an amazing, amazing job because I think last year they were fighting for the bottom three places and barely survived. So I, I, I think he's done an amazing job to turn, turn things around. You had the likes of Benana being added to the squad that have made a difference. Antonio's played really well, and obviously, obviously, the one Jesse Lingard. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, they really managed to pull this season and went went on from strength to strength. So it's really impressive to see uh, them in the top six. Let's see what they can do less next season. Maybe even challenge for that top four. Uh, you never know. Well, I know I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, anyways, let's move on to some people who are now leaving the Premier League, Chirag. We have Roy Hodgson who's leaving, Wes Morgan has retired, Nuno Esperanto Santez, uh, Sanchez is going to say goodbye to Wolves. So quite a few people are making way now. Absolutely. And uh, for starters, I'd like to thank Wijnaldum because he's going to be a big miss to Liverpool. An amazing servant to the club. I mean, just just too good. Uh, and again, when you talk about the people that are leaving, they've all been amazing servants to, to, to their clubs and to football. Nuno turned around Wolves really. I, I, I think that, yes, while this was not the most amazing season. He's had an amazing season last season, so or the last couple of seasons, maybe. So I think uh, you need to really appreciate what that man has done for Wolves Football Club. And again, Roy Hodgson, amazing person, amazing career. I don't think it's the last that we've seen of Roy Hodgson from a footballing perspective, but probably the last we've seen him in terms of being a manager in the Premier League. So uh, and and last but not the least, where's Morgan? who I think, if I'm not mistaken, was the captain when they lifted their first Premier League title. So again, kudos to all of them. And I'm sure they're all going to be missed by football fans all around the world. Yeah, absolutely. And I think adding to that list, maybe we we won't see Sam Allardyce also this next season. Absolutely. And I think that has more, more to do with him rather than the West Brom not wanting him. They had a break clause, I, I think, which he... Either one could have initiated, and I think it is uh, Sam Allardyce, in fact, that has elected to not continue at West Brom. And you have to remember that, despite the fact that they went down, they had some amazing draws with respect to teams in the top four and some amazing wins with respect to teams in the top four. Uh, uh, the latest being Chelsea succumbing to West Brom, I think it was 5-2. 
So Allardyce has really done a good job at West Brom, and I'm sure they're going to miss him. Yeah, and it's the first time that uh, he has actually faced relegation this way. Right? Uh, up until Absolutely. now, he had always managed to turn teams around completely and got them secure for the next season. But this time, it hasn't happened. But it was always going to be like a Herculean task for that to even. Stand a chance for anything close to that happening. No, I I absolutely agree with you, Dipen. And moving on, I think we can talk about the fact that. Oh, so just a shout out, a quick shout out to Newcastle. They finished twelfth. I think it's their best position or equal to their best position in terms of their points tally under Benitez. They ended up with forty five points, and though so kudos to Newcastle and Steve Bruce. That's a wonderful performance. I I don't think a lot of people would have expected that. And uh, uh, things that we could talk about, couple of things. I think uh, well, Watford and Norwich are coming back up, so that's good news for both of them. Uh, managed it pretty soon after going down. So, uh, what can you expect from them? And do you think they're going to survive next season? It's going to be difficult. I mean, I think we both saw we saw both these teams in season back, and they had their moments, but then never really managed to capitalize or. never really managed to continue the form that they picked up especially norwich initially they started off quite brightly especially with timuppi scoring a few goals early on and you know they they had come into that season saying that you know this is the way we play this is the way we'll play continue to play here as well and uh, it worked really well at the start but then i think they got found out pretty soon so as long as i'm not sure what kind of personnel changes they have right now but uh, let's see how the how what happens next season a great debate that's for sure and i think we can round out and close out this last episode of the premier league season from our side by asking you your thoughts on harry kane yeah that had to come up right it was like the elephant in the room had to be mentioned harry kane what is going to happen with harry kane there are a lot of rumors floating around i think main two contenders would be manchester city and chelsea manchester united is also in the mix so a lot of uh, rumors going on saying that manchester city might look at a swap deal involving either jesus or sterling with maybe another player and some cash for harry kane and similar with chelsea they would also have to have a player swap plus cash deal the sheer value of harry kane to tottenham and the sheer market price that he would command right now which means that this deal is very difficult honestly to go through at this point of time it at any other stage if it was pre covid you would have said okay yes chelsea manchester city they can aw- afford anything price is not an issue for them or even psg for that matter could afford anyone price is not an issue for them but right now it's possible possible that you know money is a big factor in this deal actually going through or not well i agree with everything you said but i'll be very very surprised if if he stays and i uh, while i expect it to be possible from daniel levy that he'll compel him to say i i'm of the opinion that there's no point having a a player that doesn't want to stay in your side anymore it'll also be interesting to see who tottenham actually get to manage their side so a lot of unknowns right now Uh, I think it's fair to say that he wants out, and I'm actually hoping for his sake that he gets out because uh, Spurs are going on a downward trajectory, and I think I reiterate that it was a really bad idea to sack Pochettino because they're really missing him. I think they could have used him. They could have they could have actually built with a few players if you had shown trust in Pochettino instead of giving the money to uh, Mourinho. You could have built. and 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 perhaps maybe ended up winning something and obviously he used to be loved by kane and a lot of 
players in that dressing room. And I'm sure you thought that I was going to say that it's a bad idea to having sacked Mourinho. Mourinho. <laughs> I was worried. I didn't say Mourinho. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, well, I love yeah. him, but I think they, they had to take, take, take that decision. That's fine. But I think yeah, Harry Kane's move would depend a lot on the manager that comes in or how soon maybe Tottenham and Daniel Levy can convince Harry Kane that they actually do have a plan with the manager coming in and of winning trophies. But because I think that's the only thing on his mind right now, that winning trophies. Having said that, Tottenham probably have the best chance to win a trophy this season, uh, next season, as they've qualified for the UEFA Conference League. <laughs> the pun intended. <laughs> I don't think that's the major trophy that they would like to why for no disrespect to UEFA or the UEFA Conference League, but yeah, it's not something that they're definitely going to have envisioned that they would be playing next season. So yeah, I think on that note, Tipain, we can we can call it a night. Thank you all for tuning in. We're definitely going to be back next week when we talk about both the UEFA Europa League final as well as the UEFA Champions League final. So please tune in and 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 thank you all for the love and once again apologies for missing out the last few weeks. But from our side, that's all folks. Thanks. Thanks, the pain. It's been a pleasure. Cheers. Cheers, sir.